Hello, Oregon. It's Friday, July 10th. This is Elliot Noose with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. After months of fine-tuning COVID-19 treatment strategies, some Oregon hospitals are reporting significantly lower mortality rates. Preliminary numbers indicate that among people sick enough to be hospitalized, more are surviving. It's a bright spot that's emerged as local hospitals have learned more about the disease and started administering promising treatments. At the same time, public health experts say the decline in mortality rates shouldn't obscure the fact that the virus is spreading at an alarming rate. On Thursday, state health officials reported a daily total record of 389 new COVID-19 cases, bringing the total to more than 11,000 statewide. The state also reported six more people have died of COVID-19, bringing the state's death toll to 230. In stores and businesses across Oregon, state regulators have received hundreds of complaints from customers and workers expressing concerns about business owners not enforcing state mandates to wear face coverings while visiting public indoor spaces. Over the July 4th weekend, Oregon Occupational Safety and Health received 750 complaints related to coronavirus restrictions, more than the agency received during the first two weeks of the stay-home order in late March. The agency has given 14 citations so far, a spokesperson said, with fines ranging from $100 to $15,000. The agency has inspected over 80 businesses. Brown's statewide mask requirement went into effect last Wednesday, expanding the scope of an earlier order that had already gone into effect in several of Oregon's largest counties. Enforcement primarily falls to businesses, Though violations by customers could be charged as a misdemeanor, Brown has said she doesn't want local police enforcing the rules. The Portland City Council on Wednesday voted unanimously to make it illegal for third-party food delivery services like DoorDash and Grubhub to collect more than 10% in commission fees from city restaurants amid the coronavirus pandemic. Portland joins other cities, including Seattle, Los Angeles, and Philadelphia, that have instituted similar caps in recent months. Those cities have put limits at 15%. Food delivery company fees can be as high as 30%. The new rule also makes it illegal for DoorDash, Uber Eats, and other companies to decrease payments to delivery workers in order to make up the lost money from restaurant fees. The restrictions would end 90 days after Portland's state of emergency order lifts, No date has been set to lift the order, which has been in place since March 12th. Delivery app companies would be liable for up to $500 in civil penalties if the order is violated, and the fine would accrue every day and for every restaurant overcharged. The restaurant would have to sue the company involved if they aren't given refunds. Early last month, the group that would become Rose City Justice led a dramatic show of solidarity when thousands of marchers laid down on the Burnside Bridge. Rose City Justice would go on to lead nightly protests for more than 20 days after George Floyd's killing in Minneapolis. And then, as the Oregonian and Oregon Live's Jayathi Ramakrishnan reports, it abruptly halted demonstrations as some raised questions about its financial accounting, transparency, and leadership. Darren Golden, the only one of the group's leaders who spoke to the Oregonian and Oregon Live, outlined the group's one-time ambitions to create an organization that could influence policy at the local, state, and eventually federal level. But Golden came under scrutiny for past online comments and his time as a military police officer. 
He said he would bow out of Rose City Justice's leadership. The group's remaining leaders have since gone silent, and its future remains unknown. The group announced structural changes on Instagram, but it has not said who's currently at the helm, how the $24,000 the group has raised through donations is being spent, or how it has addressed other transparency and inclusivity concerns. Most recently, Rose City Justice posted a message on its Instagram on July 6th, informing followers that its leaders would be taking a three-day trip to a spiritual healing center to regroup. Thanks for listening. You can support this podcast and our local journalism with a subscription to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.